Hi, I'm Britt Vasacek. I'm the host of Poly You Want a Podcast. I'm not a professional counselor, nor am I a professional polyamorous person. Poly Wanna Podcast is a collection of stories, opinions, and perspectives about the polyamorous lifestyle. The voices you hear, including the host, offer their subjective interpretations and don't intend to convince you or shame you. We're just letting you into our vulnerable and complicated little worlds. Brought to you by the Mockingbird Network. Hi guys, thank you for tuning in to Poly Wanna Podcast, uh, Houston's only polyamory podcast right or maybe the only one in the world we don't know yet i'm pretty sure there's another one out there yeah another far less entertaining i'm kidding i'm not gonna talk shit i'm brit vasacek i'm the host of poly Wanna podcast i'm here with my guest and the uh the mainstay the piece of furniture in the house that is the poly 101 series that we're working on right now i'm going to introduce to you jonathan walker everybody hey there hi hi Jonathan Walker is a life coach. He deals with um, the matters of polyamory. He's also the facilitator for the Polyamorous Peer Discussion Group here in Houston, Texas. So he's pretty cool. Now I'm wondering what kind of piece of furniture I would be if I was a piece of furniture. And I'm, I think that's going to keep me up at night. So thank you for that. Appreciate well, it. Well, then you're not a bed. I oh. All right, we're moving on. Today, we're going to talk about... Um, in the poly 101 series, we address some commonly asked questions. Generally when you're like, Hey, I'm polyamorous. This is what a monogamous or ill-informed or misinformed or under-informed person would say. Isn't that just sex? Yeah. I would say right after, how do you deal with jealousy? It would be, so you're, you're just a slut, right? You're just, you're just, you're just trying to bang all the things. And so, Okay. And and my response to that is, you know, is first of all, you know, how about, yeah, maybe so. Maybe I am just having more sex and that's what it's all about. What about it? Like, you want to fight? Like, it's <laughs> it's fine. That's eat. Want to so, fuck? I'll do it. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'll take my pants off right now. No, but um, <laughs> I don't know. That That's that's an incredibly sex negative thing to ask somebody, honestly. Isn't it just sex? Never say sex and put the word just in I was going to say, it. sex is a pretty important part of a lot of people's lives and, and our culture in general. Why would I limit myself to only having sex with one person if I... If I have that choice, if I have that option. Mm-hmm. Um, the choice that polyamorous grants us all. Right. The great polyamorous gods. I totally agree. We're probably not the best advocates for the people that are like, polyamory <laughs> isn't just about sex. <laughs> but it's true that it's not. It's not just about sex. It's about relationships and love. Polyamory, the word, you know, amory, whatever, the Latin, whatever. That's love. It's not polysexorous, you know. Um, it means many loves. And so a lot of it is about relationships. For most couples, I think it's more about relationships. And to me, as someone with a low libido, you know, I don't have sex with all my partners. I can't. I don't have the drive for it. I don't exercise enough or eat enough avocados or whatever. So it's not, for me, about just sex. Some people like engaging in multiple sexual relationships, but so do some monogamous people. So, Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, my, I, I totally agree. I, um, I would say my first response to that question would be not necessarily. Like, is it just about sex? Not necessarily. There are yeah. plenty of things that you can get out of out of relationships with people that don't have anything to do with sex. You know, mm-hmm. I I remember two years ago I went out looking for a partner that I could watch horror movies with. I was totally sexually satisfied at the time. My primary partner hates horror movies. Like, does not like to be scared. 
just can't do it. And, and that was a major part of my life that I was missing out on. Love my partner to death. But I need like to have that kind of kinship with somebody. So I went out looking for a partner with that specific criteria in mind. Sex would have been a bonus at that point. Like if we if we finish a horror movie and then have really weird and traumatized sex afterwards, awesome. All about that. But that wasn't the primary criteria for for what I was looking for. Um, mm-hmm. So sure, it can be about sex, but like like you said, not necessarily. And at some point, you hit that saturation point, and you're like, I just can't. I just I have nothing. I can't anymore. I'm Please. empty. I'm I, all empty. I am. <laughs> For all these like single, lonely people, they're like, oh, what must that be like, right? To be all To empty. literally have too much sex? <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Oh, gosh. Let's not tell them. It's it's the worst. It's the well, worst. Well, to me, sex is like a need, you know, and not... I wouldn't call for me sex a need because I don't need sex. I prefer little sex. But for a lot of relationships and a lot of individuals then like that's on the list of needs that you have. And it's not at the top of the list for me, but I can imagine for some people in the context of polyamory, that would be like close to high on the list. Especially I see a lot of like married couples that open up their relationship to polyamory. And part of it is like that kind of like, you know, the first 15 minutes of the rom-com where the couple is like, we got to spice things up, you know, cause they get not bored, but just, you know, curious. Yeah. And so I can see how, like, and to me, that's one of the situations in which maybe a sexual partner is probably closer to the top of the list. Well, I'll do you one better. So think about bisexual people or, or like me, I, I identify as pansexual. So if I really limited myself to only having sex with one person for the rest of my life, at best, I'm getting like 30 to 50% of my sexual needs gratified. Mm-hmm. So, and, and so for other people that identify as bisexual, how can you limit yourself to monogamy? Like that that would be my my retort there assuming yeah. it's a bisexual person that's questioning me i don't know but but yeah i mean and again like different people have different sexual appetites some people are more vanilla than not some people are more kinky than not if you have different appetites it makes sense to go seek out sex from multiple sources that's but. true in different kinds of sex and different kinds of relationships in the sexual context, because it's going to be like the the ratio of sex to fun time, you know, or like I guess sex is fun time. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, of like you know sex to like reading book time, you know, like that to me is different from person to person, and so it I like I like playing with like the balance a little, like seeing into other people's worlds and personalities and what they like about sex and what they want, uh, and to me that's so interesting. Uh, and if you just have like that one person and it's like, this is what you want. And then you give it to them and then it's like, okay, we're done. I did it. Well, you touched on something right there. That was, that was like, so it, it struck me as like, people have a spectrum of needs mm-hmm. that, that extend well past, uh, just sex. So for me, the horror movie thing, like that would be one example, but also just like spending time with people, you know, just being, being around. Like if you're, let, let's face it. I mean, this is kind of a recursive argument, but you know, if my partner's, spending half of her time with her other partner, that's half of my time too that I could be spending with other people. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's a wide variety of, I'm, I'm reminded of a, a very, very close uh, couple, a couple that I know very well. Um, the male in that couple just wants sex. Like he's in poly because he wants to have sex with all the things and she is inanimate inanimate alike yeah whatever you know uh-huh. moving or not moving it's fine um whereas the the woman in the relationship has an incredibly low libido and 
but but seeks out many many emotionally profound romantic relationships with with other people and they are totally happy in their marriage they're one of the most stable couples i've ever seen despite that huge mismatch of need and mm-hmm. and and drive um and so that's what poly is to them so more than anything it's about identifying your needs and knowing that you can find it from multiple people what would you say your needs are list them top what's like so, top oh, three all right top um, three top is horror three? movies in the top three? Oh no. um Honestly, my biggest need for my partners is to acknowledge that my career comes first. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my partner, my primary partner and I very much like we are both of that mindset. She's a neuroscientist. She's getting her doctorate. She is 115% career and then relationships. And I'm the same way. Very type A. So I would say my biggest need right there. My career comes first. Yeah. If I have to choose between you and my career, I'm probably going to choose my career and like do what I can to patch things up afterwards. Yeah. Um, you really want me to do my top three? I, I can do, do my top yeah. three. Okay. Is sex in the top three? That's what I'm getting at, really. Maybe. I would say it's it's a close place for third. Um, okay. If so not. T- t- three and three are tied. Ish. I wouldn't like... It's sex and horror movies, and I just can't decide which well, I that's, want. That's the thing. Like, right now, I oh, mean, yeah, I, guess I don't it really is, it need... It does fluctuate. I don't really think... Right. So, like, right now, I'm starting a new career. So, sex, probably no. Probably not in the top three. Like, mm-hmm. my, my top threes right now are... Have, have almost nothing to do with my relationships, honestly. Yeah. Um, which is interesting also to address as... A polyamorous person, I feel, because I'm an alone time kind of person. I'm, I will always sure. be more solo poly than I am anything else. And so I do list my needs in order of what I need first, not in order of what I need out of my relationships first. So I don't really think about that unless I'm in a specific relationship that's super important and like falling apart and I have to like address what I need out of it. Otherwise, I don't really think about what I need from my relationships. I just kind of like look at what I need out of life and then kind of use people you know, as objects, if you will. No, not as objects, but, you know, I I surround myself with people that can help me reach those need goals, you know. So career is the number one for me, too, actually. Right. Which I think is probably kind of common for solo pop poly people. I would say so. Mm-hmm. Alone time is also in my top three. People that can't leave me alone cannot hang out. They can't ride the Brit. The ba- you gotta be this tall. <laughs> Six one. And you got to be able to like, <laughs> well, I'm out. Leave me alone for like at least a day without texting me. That and yeah, okay. So right there, number two, leaving me alone. <laughs> so we're 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 touching <laughs> Back down up on from the mic. You're too much. You're having too much oh, fun. <laughs> sorry, my top three. My top three, very easily. My career. Yeah. My alone time. We're the same person. And and then, I'm you with tits. Apparently. And then I don't know. Maybe sex would be third. Maybe because yeah. mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I think I think when when I spend time with my partner, yeah, that's normally what happens. Most of the time, if we're not, we're not watching on career, scary right? movies, yeah, no, is we're, the we're, point, we're people. Sex. So yeah, I would say okay, I, in that order: career, alone time, sex. Yeah, that's it's all the way at number three. Most people, when I ask, when I tell them they're and they're like, "Aren't you just fucking?" Like, no, like I got shit to do. I think it would be like career, alone time. I don't know what number three would be. It wouldn't be sex for me. I know because I'm not. I mean, like I'm like. Yeah, I'm not even convinced that it's three for me. I just can't think of anything else yeah, in this moment. Those are just the three things that I've been doing lately, and I just feel like... <laughs> maybe I... 
because touch isn't a love language for me either. I don't like to be touched. Um, probably like gymnastics hmm. would be my third need. I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, maybe acts of service. My third need is like someone that like does stuff for me and doesn't just take, you know, cause a lot of guys are like, come over and give me some pussy and then I'll do whatever. But like guys that like want to like give me things like probably gifts and acts of service. Cause that to me represents a value in my life. Sure. So that's probably at number three. And then maybe I'll give him some sex as a thank you. So but within the spectrum, I think it's important to acknowledge, and it, I'm not sure if we have already yet or not, but there are many people in polyamory that identify as completely asexual. Mm-hmm, and that's just true. like it's, sex wouldn't even be on their list, on all. their list at all. Ever. Like they're not, they don't, they don't do sex. So, so if we're, if we're going to say like somebody that has no libido whatsoever, has no drive, those kinds of people would probably feel really pressured into having sex in monogamous relationships. Mm-hmm. If you're going to one other person for all of your needs and you're dating somebody that's asexual and you're not, mm-hmm. you're probably not getting all your needs fulfilled. Right. Yeah. And, but and even from the asexual standpoint, if you're someone that doesn't need that, you would thrive in a polyamorous environment where we treat romance and actual, you know, like the connection of like that's held above sex for sure. Just in the culture of poly, at least in our, our little circle of poly, it's so much more important to be like a good friend, a good, uh, almost like a family member, you know, cause everyone's so close. That's the most important part. And those relationships are more valued than sexual relationships. And so for, I feel like, you know, it's more supportive and conducive to that. Hopefully, because mono people are like, are we going to bone or what? (laughs) You'll change your mind. You like to bone. (laughs) Some people don't like to bone, mono people. Chill out. Put your dick away. But yeah, I think that uh, I think that I started the sentence without having any idea of how I was going to finish it. And now I regret that decision. What, the asexual one? No, I, I have no idea. I just oh. started I just started talking. I just started talking and then one of my needs would be like a guy that can finish his goddamn fucking sentences. Well, I'm out, folks. It's been fun. <laughs> Later. Plot twist, this is a date we're on and you all get to listen. It's an incredibly quiet restaurant. We're we're really pissing off the maitre d'. There was a train earlier. I don't know if you guys heard that. <laughs> it's a, it's a really quiet restaurant next to a train track. Um, so I think I'd also, I want to come full circle, um, here halfway through the episode when you were like, what, so what, what if I do want sex? A lot of like my personal brand, you know, Mm. I'm really, I'm very Mm -hmm. about my brand. Oh, sure. So kind of like normalize sexuality, you know, because everyone has like a sexual urge and there's like this kind of weird, like kink for people that don't want sex you know like how like i know that there's like this right now there's like a consent is sexy kind of movement but there's still this sort of like playing hard to get and you know women don't want to be sexual so if they seem sexual it's because they want you even if they act like they don't want you you know what i mean like all that kind of kind of is this making sense no that last sentence was (laughs) awesome um hold on so wait i don't remember i blacked out so i'll have to listen back later and see what i said (laughs) um how you know like I just, I'm specifically referring in my brain to this meme that I saw. Okay. I don't know if the listeners at home are familiar with the meme, but a meme is when like it takes, you know, a photo of someone else and it puts, right. yeah. So yeah. you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And it was like something about like how Michelle Obama 
is cool with her kids liking Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And then it had like this really risque picture of Beyonce, like shaking her ass or whatever. And every, all the Republicans are like, oh, classy lady, right? And it's like, why can't this woman be sexually and powerful? Um, and I, you know, I just, a lot of, a lot of how I feel I, about sex is like that. That's like, what you're saying. It, so the, the, the angle from which that question is coming, the isn't it just about sex, is from a very sex negative, like slut shaming kind of, kind of like, like it's a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? That yeah. If, if I do want more sex or if I want to have sex with more than one person, that's inherently a bad thing. And yeah. that's, that's tied up in monogamous culture, definitely. But I think what, what you're saying, and it, there's definitely a lot of misogyny behind that. Yeah. Because men are congratulated when they have more than one sexual partner, men are men are given attaboys, whereas women that have more than one sexual partner, immediately there is judgment, there is stigma, there is slut shaming, there is all kinds of venom and toxicity, um, and yeah, that I that's definitely present in the poly community, um, not within the community itself, but from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. So men that look at poly women as though they're just loose, yeah. as though they're just just they're just looking to fuck whatever comes along. Um, that's, we, we deal with that a lot within yeah. the community. And um, there's a lot of, from the outside looking in at men that they are being dishonest mm, and mm-hmm. it's non-consensual because that's when I'm dating monogamous guys and trying to convert them to the dark side, they're always like, Oh, well people are going to think that I'm like, you know, cheating on you or that, you know, I'm pulling the wool over your eyes and that you're not really into it. So I look like the asshole and that's saying that women don't want an open relationship and that's putting an expectation on women that they don't, you know, deserve to sexually explore or be with a partner that sexually explores. Right. I can have, I can have an okay Cupid profile and I did for a while with me and my partner and my partner's other partner all in my header picture. And in the front, the top line is like, here are links to those other two people's profiles. We're in an open relationship. Everybody knows we're cool. And I would still get people accusing me of being dishonest or accusing me of cheating on my partner. And I'm like, how the, f- how, what, really? I, I created those profiles just to when mess you with you. you want her email address? I'm like, like- anyway, um, no, but, but given if, if we were to compare those two situations and saying, oh, poor men, they have to deal with somebody thinking that they're dirt bags or, oh, poor women, they are being, you know, like Stoned? sexually objectified and or attacked because, because mm-hmm. people think that they're, having sex. Oh, oh yeah. no. Um, I think, I think I, I sympathize more with, with women in that situation than I do men. Honestly, guys, I can deal with it. Whatever you think I'm a dirtbag. Fine. I'll just never speak to you again. You're probably not going to pursue me yeah. aggressively. So I just hear this like acne covered basement dwelling <laughs> troll guy being like, well, girls like dirt bags anyway, and no one will love me. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's, that's what I'm hearing. That's, you say, that's like- <laughs> definitely the reality there. <laughs> Yeah. They only date assholes. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got laid so much more when I was a dickbag in my teens than I do now that I'm a fucking adult and treat women respectfully. That's definitely how it works. Oh, you man. keep telling yourself that. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time reconciling um the idea that I mean, I get I get it like people that want to like remain pure and like, I know virginity is a construct, but if somebody really wants that to me, it's just a kink. 
that kind of like and monogamy is a kink to me too like it looks this is what it looks like from my point of view it's like this one person like goes up to this woman and is like i only want you to touch my dick forever to me like that's a kinky thing like (laughs) not a kink i'd be into but it's like your hands are made for my body only like that's a weird sex thing you know that's so strange and to expect (laughs) that i mean even in the context of one relationship one-on-one where you're like okay you're with me now your hands only touch me no other guy Mm -hmm. that's weird enough but then the people that expect a woman to have never touched another dick oh yeah or like what are you you've had sex with how many people what level of delusion you know it's crazy no, I, but I mean, I, not crazy. It's normal and you're normal and monogamy is normal and that's fine. But right. I mean, to me, just as someone who loves having multiple relationships, we should, we should weird. probably, we should probably take a moment to say, hello, dear listener. If you identify as monogamous, we love you very much. And, <laughs> and that's perfectly fine. And, and, and also it's totally okay if you continue to be monogamous forever, if that's what genuinely makes you happy. There are people out there that only need one other person and that is, that is a okay. Um, we're speaking more in the broad sense of the many negative aspects of monogamous culture, which often involve ownership identities with partners and you, you your hands shall touch no other penis but mine, that, mm-hmm. that kind of ridiculous stuff. But That's good. That's a good line. Yeah. I'm going to put that in my stand-up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I it. like it. <clears throat> Writing it down. Mm-hmm. I feel, yeah, it's kind of like when you're talking about like masculinity and like the patriarchy when you're like i don't hate you because you're a guy it's just the stuff that the culture has created right has made it you know impossible for me to not say something about it every like you know not all men blah 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 but also like not all monogamous couples are the reason that this happened you know a lot of things had happened in history for people to say like if you want sex one, you don't deserve it, especially if you're a woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, and two, no, just no sex. Don't talk about it. Don't think about it. Don't be naked in public. You know, all of those like religious and um, social things that kind of popped up slowly over time made that happen. I don't think a monogamous couple somewhere in Detroit made that happen. You know, sure. Not right. one, you know. So from the outside looking, so so for, for all the mono couples listening to this, like, Together in a bathtub, I'm assuming, because that's how mono couples hang out is right. holding hands all the time. And it's really weird that they won't stop holding each other's hands. Just just know that you are as weird to us as we are to you. And we have to try just as hard to not stereotype you as you us. Oh, that's a good that's a good way to look at it. Yep. It's like, yeah, they're probably listening to this right <laughs> now. Like, <laughs> oh, we also should probably mention a lot of um, monogamous people think that it's very unsafe to have sex with multiple partners if you're polyamorous. But I would argue that it's also unsafe to have uh, sex with multiple partners if you are monogamous. So (laughs) yeah, touche. Well played. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Aren't you worried about STDs? Oh, I get that question all the time. Aren't you worried about STDs? You should also be worried about STDs. We are all worried about them. I was going to say, I have never met a group of people collectively mm-hmm. that have that get checked for STIs more frequently and and make a point of talking than about the it Harlem Globetrotters than those and also <laughs> poly people seriously like yeah poly people get checked a lot it is not i i get checked at least at least every 6 months or whenever a new sexual partner enters the field like mm-hmm. without fail and that is more or less true across the board for everyone in 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 the community that I'm aware of. It 
it can be a fun second date. Let's go get mm-hmm. SCI screenings together. That's the first time I actually, this is when I realized that I had a kink for sugar daddies and that I was like hella polyamorous. It was like the first, he was like a swinger, but we were doing like a poly thing. And he like took me to the doctor and like paid for my test and like took me in and like held my, it was like, oh, it was like so good. Um, and I got like tested and it was good. And he was so proud of me. And then he got our results and he like high fived and fucked. It was great. Uh, and right that's when I in did the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Just right there. The we nurses just... are like, Oh dear. No, just <laughs> at Planned Parenthood. Stop it. it was really hot. Uh, yeah, I think, and there's a stigma surrounding a lot of STIs. Um, most of them are treatable. Not that I'm telling you to like go out and get them, but it's just, you know, it, the, the culture surrounding sex, like monogamous people, are more likely, in my experience, and maybe this is because I deserve to be raped because I have big tits, less likely to even ask about a condom before they start, like, you know, coitus, you know? And to me, like, that's crazy because if I'm with a... I I think it's like the conversation comes up on a first date when I'm with polyamorous people, right. you know, or not the first date, but like in like the, the, the talking phase where you're like, are we going to date or not? We talk about that when I'm with poly people, but with monogamous people, you can have already had sex three times, even if it's like with protection and no one's ever said a word about it, you know, except maybe you clean question mark. And I'm like, yeah, but put on a condom, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't like, you know, like that's not when we should have this con- when you're about to put it in me, put a condom on. Like, I'm not going to, be like that's so crazy to me it's whatever right so so we can we can address that by just by saying like i'm sure that there are some skeezy poly people out there you know Mm -hmm. but for the most part still always use protection get tested don't trust anyone because they're poly don't trust anyone ever well yeah (laughs) that too like i was gonna say it's it it has nothing to do with this lifestyle and Mm -hmm. honestly like we we if anything, we because we are more sex positive in general. We just talk about it more. We talk about sex more. We talk about getting checked more. We're way more open about it. So if anything, we're probably, I don't, God, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that we have like per capita less STDs than mono people because that would just be the worst thing. Stereotypes. Yay. Um, yeah. But. But, I kind of just did say that all monogamous men stick their dick in raw without did, my consent. You did so, kind of say that. I mean, I kind of said it. I didn't really say it. I just mean like, <laughs> you know what I we mean. We all know what you meant in your heart. It's fine. <laughs> no, but um, in my, right. So like anecdotal evidence, here you go. Mm-hmm. In my experience, poly people are in, incredibly safe about uh, STIs and protection. Yeah. But we also kind of don't have a choice. Because we're in a community. We all know each other. Oh, yeah. We all, we have other partners. That I'm more safe now because yeah. when someone, if I'm somewhere and I'm sleeping with someone, it's not yeah. just me that they're giving right. that to. You're not so just, I think about it you're more. You're jeopardizing the health of like 15 other people yeah. if you slip up. And like it's you, so important. Yep. It's very true. Well, that's all the time we have today. Wrap your willy, everybody. This is a good. This is a great note to end this on. I, I know say. there were so many more fun things to have ended it on, and then I was like, "Hey, you got bumps on your genitals or what?" Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I really encourage you to to email us at polywantapodcast at gmail or you can tweet me at polywantpodcast. Uh, we can talk about it, especially about sexual health. If you want resources, we are plentiful with the resources, so we can help you out. Um, and you can tell me about all the bumps on your genitals. 
I'm Britt Vasacek. This is Jonathan Walker. Uh, go ahead and listen to more podcasts on the Mockingbird Network. Uh, there's a lot of really great stuff to listen to. And thank you so much to our sponsors um, at the Houston Polyamorous Organization. You can go to HoustonPoly.org and see stuff that I've written, stuff that Johnny Walker has written, um, and a lot of different resources for the Houston Poly community and maybe come out and meet us sometime. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Love you. I'm Britt Vasacek with Polywana Podcast. Are you interested in polyamory? Do you even know what polyamory is? You can tune in to Polywana Podcast. We interview comedians, counselors, and regular people to get a peek inside of the world of open relationships and ethical non-monogamy. I'm really fascinated by the conversations that I have with these people, and I'm really excited to share those conversations with you. You can find Polywana Podcast at bulletbrit.com or at the Mockingbird Network. Mocking Bird Network.